0: Alright, so today, continuing this very long series, uh, getting close to the end, but I don't think I'm going to end it today. It was, uh, <laughs> it's too difficult to put it down, uh, because there's so much, and it's very interesting to me, so I hope those that are following along find it interesting and valuable. I keep learning as I keep uh, traveling down the road of this focus um it's basically psycho spiritual or spiritual psychology, a spiritual, psychological, or transpersonal approach to the <clears throat> um, imprinting of pain, as Janov said, both childhood and past life, uh, particularly on the axis of violation, trauma, and core needs deficiency. Not getting love, attention, care, safety, warmth, food, um, any anything that's felt to be critical, or that is physiologically, and trauma violation or some kind of um, direct attack and injury. How that, how the pain of those experiences modified by the individual who's experiencing the catalyst. Uh, how they're able to handle the catalyst and when there's um, you know non-ideal or imperfect, <laughs> distorted <clears throat> uh, response to that difficult catalyst how that pain gets imprinted, how that pain gets suppressed how that leads to distorted self-image, like Karen Horney would say, or in the few the, the three types of Distorted self image, um, I would say, um, exaggerated, inflated, uh, collapsed, wounded, deflated, and um, falsely erased or dissociated, dissociative identities, self image. And then how that <clears throat> um, associates with core beliefs, core beliefs about self, but core beliefs about other and world. And life, and then values. How to be, you know, I am this way, the world is that way, uh, I value this, this, and you know, X, Y, and Z, uh, that I believe is good for me and right for me and helpful for me, whether it is or not, uh, in response to how I see the world to be, how I see myself to be in this world, uh, and then all sorts of core beliefs come out of that uh, and those form the basis for distorted and or healthy uh, ways of being with ourself and being with other, and making a life uh, from the page I'm going to uh, even again uh, wrap up the discussion of uh, George Ivan Vaillant's four categories, four levels of defense mechanism as manifestation of psychopathology uh, put into a metaphysical context, not only spiritual, not only psychological or psychoanalytic Freudian, which he did, which was the basis of his classification, uh, but also into the perspective of um, uh, a Buddhist understanding of skillful versus unskillful, and a law of one or raw material perspective of the two paths and the way of clearing chakra blockages. So, from the page on psychopathology, uh, just a little, I'm going to just take some snippets here and come and go. Uh, psychopathology down the page as mental symptoms. There's the sentence, in a more general sense, any behavior or experience, and I would add any tendency or uh, core belief about self or other or world or values, any behavior, experience, core belief, pattern of feeling and response, which causes or is associated with impairment, distress, disability, uh, particularly if it's thought to arise from functional breakdown in cognitive or neurocognitive systems in the brain so yeah, it's associated with the brain <laughs> everything's associated with the brain okay uh, this, these are classified as psychopathology causing impairment associated with impairment distress, disability but we know that we live that, that we're all subject to the three poisons from a Buddhist analysis three poisons, grasping, aversion, ignorance which is um unskillful <clears throat> i mean they're skillful and unskillful or helpful unhelpful but we're looking at the problematics here so in terms of the problematics what you know it's like uh, the stylistics <laughs> the temptations the stylistics and the motown sound you have the problematics they didn't come from ba Bo- they didn't come from detroit maybe they came from boston <clears throat> the problematics the problematics <laughs> uh are when we have unskillful desire, aversion, and um, unworkable ignorance, or patterns of mental fogging. So these three poisons, grasping, aversion, ignorance, I want, I hate, I don't know, or desires and motivations and preferences, what we feel we need, what we feel we cannot stand, uh, and then where we just don't know. Uh, there are helpful desires. There are helpful and and realistic aversions. I can't stay in a relationship where I'm being verbally abused. Uh, I want um, a job that that is creative. Th- these are, you know, desires, aversion. But they're relatively skillful. Skillful in Buddhism really means what tends to my long-term welfare and benefit. <clears throat> so there is... Uh, Desire and aversion, particularly, which makes impairment worse, or resolves impairment, or distress and disability. There are desires and aversions that are uh, helpful to our long-term welfare and benefit, and then there are those that are not. The problem the, the issue the, the, the issue with these defense mechanisms or psychopathology is that they're kind of closed loop patterns of uh, particularly thinking thinking and feeling and acting right speech thought word indeed thinking, speaking, acting. closed loop systems unquestioned, unexamined, uh, somewhat unconscious that lead to more pain. <clears throat> that lead to more distress. That lead to more dysfunction or non-functionality or inability. That's a problem. So, the three poisons. I mean, we we progress along the path by desire and aversion. You know, renunciation is a form of aversion. <clears throat> but there's wise renunciation, and there's distorted distor- distorted aversion. Right? Wise renunciation means you get rid of what's really not helpful and uh, distorted aversion is you're full full of hate. (laughs) You have a chip on your shoulder, you're oversensitive, you're hypervigilant, you're uh, angry at self and other and have all sorts of no-go zones. So it can be said that there's wise and helpful desire and aversion. There's unwise, unhelpful, unskillful, increasingly self-harming and self-limiting desire and aversion as well. Then, uh, when we look at the four levels of psychopathology defense mechanism, psychopathological defense mechanism, from that page that we've been on, and I'll send the link again, um, in many ways, what we see, what I see, is um, failed... Progression in the five stages that Kubler Ross um, designated regarding the facing of a, of a cancer or a terminal diagnosis. These five stages are how people go from unhelpful or unskillful <laughs> desire and aversion to more skillful or, or self helpful, self helping. Um, beneficial desire and aversion from ultimately control to acceptance and the missing link between the psychoanalytic, psychological theories and understanding of defense mechanisms and the levels of defense mechanisms and psychopathology, the link between these views and theories and the raw material. <clears throat> which presents a 7 chakra model uh on two paths of soul evolution particularly focused on clearance of lower triad blockage meaning uh getting through blockages in uh you know red orange uh yellow first second third particularly related to embodiment related to our feelings and thoughts about our sense of self or self second Emotional life, particularly. And third, very much about intellectual and interpersonal and group social, and very much uh, our formulation of values, very strongly, third chakra, actually. Heavy blockages in those three equals heavy mental distortions, equals psychopathology, equals neuro- neurosis or psychosis, uh, equals an un- inability. To meet catalyst with acceptance, with with basically love-based um, lo- love-based honesty, and so the positive path leads to psychological health. The negative path leads to psychopathology. Period. Everybody who's on the negative path progresses by maintained lower triad blockage as well as green ray blockage. That equals psychopathology. That equals mental distress, (laughs) disorder. The negative path is the path of psychopathology. Yeah. And um, all of the strategies uh, of defense mechanisms of whatever level are control-based. Control-based is based in fear. Fear Fear-based controlling leads to lower triad blockages maintained. Psychopathology an array of defense mechanisms, dishonesty, non-acceptance. Non-acceptance leads to dishonesty. Acceptance is of honesty. If we accept what is, uh, we we, um, welcome truth. The truth of what is. If we have fear, uh, or when we have fear, when we feel too weak, when we um, have no faith, <laughs> have lack, lacking self trust, when there's a very defective or deficient or demented or distorted or limited sense of self, particularly the three types that, that Karen Horney talked about, right? Exaggerated, inflated, uh, deflated, um, collapsed, uh, you know, the, the dominant and the submissive we can say, the um, SOB and their subordinate, and then the erased or, or dissociative. All those three distorted modes or uh, frames uh, for confused self-image are associated with control. And they're associated with, therefore, dishonesty. The positive path uh, goes, to green, goes to Blu-ray wisdom Via unconditional acceptance, which is love, which is green reactivation, which means we're not controlling. We may accept or refuse, we may make any decision or, or speech, but the first matter is to accept what is. And that actually is not simply of love, but it's also of faith and trust. And so the condition of the second chakra determines very much the condition of the third, the sense of self highly conditioning the the means the the ways in which we relate to others second ray determining third ray when when the sense of self is heavily distorted the interactions with others will be too Uh, but the basis of that second ray being either heavily blocked or not uh, heavy distortions regarding self-image basically one of those three inflated, deflated or or, or erased dissociative uh, any any attachment to one of those three modes of distorted self-image is a control is a fear-based control mechanism that maintains the blockages of second chakra that leads to distorted ways of interacting with other equals third chakra blockage. And the second chakra condition, in many ways, is related to the activation of 6-ray, the 2-6 chakra band. Meaning, what's the basis of healthy versus unhealthy self-trust, or, or self-esteem, or self-image? What's the basis of the um, second chakra condition, <laughs> being either heavily blocked or not? Well, I'd say it's very tied to 6-ray the 6-2 chakra band, meaning a deep mind sense of what I is and whether that leads to whether that is uh, faith-based or fear-based. Yeah. The whole lights in my apartment just dimmed and came back up again. Weird. That was very strange. Never happened like that. Sort of goes it's like a reboot of the light. Yes, yes, this is a reboot of the light. <laughs> this is post-Indic subcontinent activity. Uh, why does a person maintain... I mean, we can. there are many, many reasons, but uh, it seems clear to me that at the root of second chakra condition, um, the sense of self, the sense of self while incarnate in 3D space-time with the veiled mind, that sense of self is either based on some very subtle faith and trust, six-ray activation, or a very serious six-ray blockage <coughs> uh, and fear. If, if, if you think of yourself... All sorts of things are going on. Uh, pause. Uh, okay, continuing after the uh, electrical and Skype outage, disruption, fear-based reaction to this love light. Uh, It seems to me certainly we can uh, trace the uh, genesis or causative, the, the causative field, the field of causes of psychopathology and therefore the various defense mechanisms and the various levels of them. We can trace it back to imprinted pain, yes the degree to which the pain of trauma or needs unmet, the degree to which that pain of violation or core needs unmet, the degree to which that pain gets imprinted very much depends on, on the in second chakra condition of that soul. The soul that has a heavy second chakra blockage handles pain worse, uh, meets pain irreflexively with fear-based controlling. The soul that has a greater second chakra clearance of blockage, a more healthy sense of self, a more love-wisdom-based sense of self, a more reality-based sense of self, based in the reality of what self is, being more than my body. Being (laughs) self is a being of infinite worth. Hey, hey, said Ra. Self is a being of infinite worth. That is known to the degree of second chakra clearance, blockage clearance. To the degree that second chakra is unblocked, one knows it. To the degree that second chakra is blocked, one doesn't know it. To the degree that one doesn't know, self is a being of infinite worth and a whole lot more than mind body. To the degree that one doesn't know it, one has no faith in self-trust. One has inadequate faith in creation, reality, <clears throat> and yet inadequate trust in the self or what I is. Therefore, that kind of person, or when we're stuck like that, meets pain um, with, with, re- with rejection or with uh, con- controlling, makes a controlled control-based coping mechanism. Coping response, control-based. And uh, not simply when the pain is, is very great. I mean, there, there are cases where, I mean, in the lower levels of the four level in, in the four levels of Vaillant, right? The lower levels are called, or the more primitive defense mechanism categories called pathological immature. Very uh, psychoi- psychotic type psychosis related meaning um, heavy uh, uh, nearly impenetrable defenses uh, which could be called insanity or delusionality uh, personality disorders Uh, this shows massively blocked second and third chakra and so the the condition of of a soul coming in particularly second chakra condition whether it's heavily blocked or not so heavily blocked uh, influences significantly how well the person responds to the pain of trauma violation and needs deficiency and so <clears throat> and the response to the pain is what causes the imprinting And the imprinting is what leads naturally to distorted self-image. And the self-image distorted leads naturally to a proliferation of distorted core beliefs about self, about other, about the ways of relating to other, and therefore particularly values, life values. Uh, The materialist (laughs) has lower chakra blockage greater than a spiritualist, who has some faith and trust and sense that self is a lot more than body-mind. The materialist, (coughs) the person on the negative path, uh, believes that they themselves are body-mind, or uh, even those black magicians that know that (coughs) self is not just body-mind, but has a spirit complex uh, and has energy fields that they can manipulate, is proceeding uh, by fear-based um, uh, mm, principle is, is um, their, their coping mechanisms, which equals response to catalyst, uh, and their values, which are service to self, <laughs> uh, equals <coughs> uh, a fear-based uh, control based, or fear-based control dominant, or control predominant coping strategy. Their, their basic ways of handling catalyst are associated with control based in fear, based in sixth chakra blockage, <laughs> and second sixth chakra blockage condition, where um, there isn't a sense that I can face this. I isn't adequate, so I needs controlling. I preserves uh, itself by controlling. And that leads to dishonesty. And that leads to active measures of lying, deceit, deception, and self-delusion, self-deceiving uh, falsehood, believing their own lies, which is what they fall into all the time. Even the high-level ones uh, believe all sorts of lies. You can see that in the hidden hand documents. There are all sorts of <laughs> cute, um, over, uh, over-rational kind of... A, Solipsisms and um, defective methods of of arguing and reasoning so <clears throat> but the point here is that the sense of self has an interplay with the ability to to meet pain well or not and so and the ability to meet pain, the pain of old emotions, the pain of certain truths. That's what we're talking about, right? Dukkha, associated with truths about me or you or the world. Dukkha, associated with um, you know, so called uh, painful emotion or emotional based dukkha, and mental or ideational truth based dukkha, stress and pain, associated with something we don't want to accept or we don't want to recognize to be true as it is indeed true as well as some kind of emotion that is just naturally painful to feel, particularly fear and uh, sorrow and anger. So every one of these levels is associates with a control-based me a control-based way of meeting catalyst. When it's well organized, the person goes on the negative path. When it's disorganized, they fall into psychosis, um neurosis uh, delusionality personality disorder uh and and the whole host of long term neurotic um neurotic and so called mature defenses i mean it's very silly it's mature for three d repeaters <laughs> mr Vaillon level four mature defenses humor sublimation suppression altruism anticipation he's basically putting some very virtuous activities or very kindly ways like altruism or humor, meaning I'd like to make people happy or let's laugh together, that may not be very uh, neurotic or uh, defense-oriented psychopathological avoidant. He's putting that in together with some very common um, truth-avoiding, socially accepted ways, you know, like The very ang, you know, it's. I mean, God does that too. The the higher self does this too. Uh, The the um, the murderer of last life may come back as the surgeon of this one. The criminal of the last one comes back to be a soldier in this one. Uh, The violent tendencies of a past life get channeled into a less harmful, aggressive uh, life path uh, for the soul that that is working out of that aggression. And so there's still avoidance, but it's a little bit less harmful to self and other than it had been in the past life. Uh, So likewise, um, the higher level three and four defenses um, are less controlling (laughs) than the prior. And so the spectrum of the four levels Of defense mechanisms, our our spectrum is a the the four levels of defense mechanism represents a spectrum of psychopathology from from greater to less, a spectrum of uh, control based response to catalyst from greater to less, a spectrum of the uh, quality of relation between the conscious mind and the subconscious, which is the conscious mind and catalyst, the subconscious provides catalyst the world outside so-called provides catalyst uh, <clears throat> the lower level defense mechanisms of pathological psychosis really and immature which is really sometimes called infantile in Freudian parlance uh, infantile has a bad rap here it sort of means um, uh, pathologically or uh, <laughs> Uh, distorted primitive uh, like acting out <clears throat> like like a child maybe when the child is very disturbed and unhappy and upset and can't face something like uh, no you can't have uh, the 20th ice ice cream cone uh, and then the child you know shows a temper tantrum or something uh, that's not really psychotic but you could call it primitive-primitivistic, or um, uh, a kind of um, un- unsophisticated, crude, or rough way of, of handling pain, the pain of disappointment. So this is also a spectrum of how well the conscious mind can handle pain. And the conscious mind can handle pain in accord or only as well as it can move into uh, love-based accepting of truth. Like uh, Love is accepting. Uh, love doesn't mean like, and therefore it's ultimately a green-ray based uh, general approach to catalyst, whether it's inner-outer, my feelings or truths about me, or your ways of being with me, or the world around me in society, or creation—a uh, more uh, green, a green ray based uh, seeking of accept, seeking to accept and live in the real, honest reception response to catalyst that equals health health equals lower triad clearance, lower triad blockages clearance, lower triad blockages being cleared, lower chakras unblocked, that is done by green ray. That is done by acceptance. That is uh, akin to love. But it's not love I like, it's love um, I'm here and I I welcome. Uh, And I don't uh, I don't make trouble, <laughs> and I don't lie, or I don't want to lie, and I want to see what is, I want to know and feel what is, as much as I can, uh, and these are my values. And so the formation of values I- is ultimately going to be whether, <clears throat> it, it, you know, why does somebody go on the positive path or the negative path? Ra, Don asked that, and ask that raw gave a kind of poetic answer, saying, you know, some love the darkness and they picnic on pain or something like that. Some love the light and their happiness is sun and cheerful laughter and joy, camaraderie, people together happy. Well, that's true. Uh, I think that there's an important association between the two, those two sets of values, positive and negative, one of which leads to emotional, psychological health, the positive path, acceptance and and a welcoming of truth and what is. I love truth. Hey, hey, loving truth. Versus the negative set of values, negatively oriented negative path set of values, which is control and domination, which refuses truth and goes into deception all the time, and they're thoroughly self-deceiving. Human leadership, thoroughly self-deceiving. So these psychologists who make these classifications uh, don't recognize that they're in a system of massive self-deception. <laughs> that the Bible, the documents uh, of all the religions, mainly, have been modified, and distorted, and changed over the centuries by monks and nuns in almost all the traditions. Right? There's splits and schisms in all the in all the religions, let alone countless schools of of philosophy that can't agree with each other. Uh, count, count, uh, as well as uh, human warfare century after century. Well, you know, that could be kind of from a problematic basis, you know, that that uh, this race, this planetary race goes into warfare century after century. There's some psychopathology behind that, you know. And that psychopathology is deep level uh, distortions or chakra blockages about self, about world, about purpose, about God and universe. So you know Ross said the paucity of honesty and the sinkhole of indifference, the vast sinkhole of indifference, meaning people not caring spiritual apathy and and the paucity of honesty the the huge the, the profound poverty of honesty and the values seeking the the love of truth and and a commitment to honesty and truth of earth humanity profound poverty uh of this race, human race on Earth, uh, in their commitment to truth and honesty. Huge. Huge. Seems to me. And so, uh, that's why we have something called mature defenses (laughs) that he calls, uh, you know, everything must be a defense mechanism, even though it's not, in the sense that some of these um, are, are really... Uh, qualities of the of positive path activity, but it's what's not recognized in all these discussions. It seems, but it is recognized in the Kubler Ross model that the key to health is acceptance. The key to health is green ray, and if you're and if you uh, if your val- if your sense of faith and trust in what you are is sufficient, you will seek truth. Um, by way of uh, allowing, by way of valuing acceptance. And so the five stages of the Kubler-Ross model <clears throat> basically show you know, the 80% of humanity that's going to repeat. Four out of five are of distortion. <clears throat> Denial, anger, bargaining, depression. The last is acceptance. Four out of the five stages, 80%, is a nice accord with the 80% or perhaps 90% of humanity that will repeat 3D. Why? Because they're inadequately centered in green ray, meaning they're inadequately welcoming what is, meaning they're not committed to truth. Why? Well, I would imagine mainly because of a deflated, uh, collapsed, deficient type self-image, meaning most people that I see have low self-esteem. Most everybody has low self-esteem. Most everybody that I meet has low self-esteem. I don't think I had low self-esteem. I hated humanity, or human leadership. But I didn't hate my is, my my I. Because I I have, you know, (laughs) I'm different. I I mean, I have my distortions, yes, and I have my... uh, <laughs> indulgences no doubt but uh, I, I personally think that I came into this life with enough um, you know opening to higher self or or what is um, to not be committed to self punishment and and self limitation as a lot of people seem to be most people seem to be involved in long-term chronic moderate mild, unrecognized self punishment because of an, a long term chronic, unrecognized, um, very subtle low self value, low self worth, low self esteem, based on inadequate six ray activation. Inadequate linkage between two six. That's what it also that's what it looks like it's all about to me. You know, under three is two, but behind two is six. Not just one. One is mute. First chakra is mute meaning it's pre-conscious. Seventh is so- post-conscious or super-conscious. But the six-two six chakra band is critical for the condition of second ray. The condition of second ray is critical to the, the sense of self. The sense of self is critical to the establishment of values. And the uh, establishment of values is critical to core beliefs, which is critical to how one thinks about self and other and world and the ways of being. The ways of you know interacting or how to make a life, and <clears throat> every one of these uh, four stages of defense mechanisms, when there really is psychopathology involved, there not only is I mean you know again level four what he calls mature, some of them don't look uh, avoidant psychopathological or pathological at all, like altruism, and and some forms of humor. Or anticipation, realistic planning for future discomfort, that's kind of wise, you know, and sublimation. So every one of these so called mature defenses may actually be quite skillful and not avoidant. But particularly in the first three levels, uh, there is accord with the first four stages of the Kubler Ross model. They're involved, they are consequences of long term chronic denial, anger, bargaining, depression fear, and low self-esteem. And a deficient 6-2 chakra band activation. A deficiently spiritualized sense of self. They think they're mind-body. I know I isn't mind-body. I know that. And one can know it. Anyone can know it. I know I isn't mind-body. Or is more than, is not only, mind-body. One may know that. Everyone may know that. That doesn't mean you know I is without <laughs> lower triad blockage, so I repeat that again and again uh, <clears throat> so we have the condition of the six two chakra band, and particularly the degree to which one has has or has not faith in 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 life <laughs> with a capital l faith in the 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 uh, existence, faith in our own existence, or faith in creation, and then faith faith that creation uh, is good, and faith that uh, I is good, that's called self-trust, faith and trust, as the basis of second chakra condition, whether there's healthy or heavily distorted self-image. Low self-esteem, or, you know, see, because the, the inflated self-esteem, arrogance, superiority complex, haughtiness, snooty, Mr. Snooty, with his thin nose. Mr. Snooty actually doesn't like himself either. Mr. Snooty is not very great <laughs> when he comes home, and he's not, he's not a very happy camper, Mr. Snooty, I tell you. And mister Mr. Kickass, you know, mofo, don't mess with me. Uh, and Mr. New World Order Satanist, they are not very happy campers, you know. They all have massive second chakra blockage, fourth chakra blockage, and and really, there's no happiness. They're they're driven, they're um, they're enslaved to uh, see, to ambition, uh, coming out of a very heavily distorted sense of self. And so all these forms of psychopathology. Uh, show how well the conscious mind handles Catalyst, how the degree to which the conscious mind accepts the value (laughs) of acceptance, love, truth, and honesty. Uh, And that's what the fifth stage in the Kubler-Ross model is all about. It's going to be okay. I can't fight it. I might as well prepare for it. Uh, embracing mor- mortality embracing an inevitable future or, of self or other accepting what is <laughs> and um all the prior stages in the uh you know model of grieving are associated with um rejection of what is non-acceptance and dishonesty and so it's a matter of how much do you love truth if you love truth you also will be loving love, or welcoming acceptance, or valuing acceptance, and valuing, val, putting a high having a high value of acceptance is the positive path. The path is love and understanding, or the path of love and unity, which is uh, begins with green ray activation, which is oh, valuing uh, unconditional acceptance, valuing non control, valuing. Um, f- freedom. <laughs> the freedom, your freedom and mine, but particularly the freedom associated with non-manipulation, non-control. How much freedom do you have when you're continually manipulating and controlling self and other? You're tied. The monkey in the cage. right? The monkey's got his, his little paw, his little furry paw in the golden cage with the bananas. And he can't get it out because he can't let go. That's the negative path. And so, um, control-based means of of meeting catalyst, right? Control-based fashioning the the fashioning of control-based experience from catalyst. Tarot points three and four nodes three and four. That's the negative path. Uh, when to the degree that the person is not ninety-five percent service to self, meaning harvestable to forty negative, they're in psychopathology. To the extent that um, you've got heavy second chakra blockage, they're in the lower level. They're including their experience. They fashion experience because this is all done. This is all samskara, you know. They the fat. The samskaras that they fashion are of levels one and two: psychosis, delusionality, personality disorders, real structural damage. Um, psychopath, sociopath, things like that. Uh, to the you, you may they may be positive at the base of beingness. They may be negative at the base of beingness. They may be uh, well on their way on the negative path, and they just haven't basically controlled um, the distortion leavings associated with uh, inadequate blocking in the lower triad. They need to be block. They need to block more. Then they'll just become cool, cool psychopaths, rather than hot sociopaths, or you know head beaters, or um, you know some kind of self-harming perversions. Uh, Those are all signs that they're inadequately, negatively polarized. So, but the point is that all these four, particularly the first three levels of violence classification, accord pretty well with the first four levels of the Kubler-Ross model uh, in that you'll see in all of those first three levels defense mechanisms some degree of the first four stages of Kubler-Ross qualities, meaning denial, uh, particularly in the psychotic version of it isn't, I don't know what you're talking about, Um, anger, (laughs) because they're all self-punishing. Because they all associate with low self-esteem, whether the person even has a conscious mind clarity to talk about self or not, as may not be present in the lower levels one and two, uh, meaning in levels one and two, the person's psychotic denial, delusional projection, overt psychosis, uh, gross reshaping of external or internal reality to meet the need their their needs they're not needs they're basically to maintain avoidance of pain uh but they're hardwired some people in that stage one level one but uh in all those in in all the defense mechanisms of levels one, two, and three particularly you'll see uh the first four stages of Kubler Ross uh grieving process qualities embodied and manifest heavy denial. Lots of anger <laughs> at self and other. They they're not love based defence mechanisms, you know. I mean that's what maybe what he's trying to contort in level four Fayon. Some of them there there's a bit of love and kindness. <laughs> and a lot of there may well be a lot of self understanding in so called mature defences. They're not really defenses then. They're just you know, ways of um um handling the needs of the moment that don't uh, that, that that defer certain work or attention uh, and channel certain troublesome energies or desires in productive, helpful ways. They are productive. They may be very helpful to self and other. Uh, and the person hasn't healed something, yeah. But they're actually helping self. They may well be helping self and other by the particular ways they're channeling certain desires, or feelings, or thoughts, and this and that, um, there's, there, it may be very helpful, actually, what they're doing. And so I wouldn't call them defense mechanisms. But in the first three levels, there's a lot of denial, there's a lot of anger, there's bargaining and manipulation, and, and game gamesmanship, trickery, bullshit, bullshit reasoning. There's a lot of bullshit reasoning afoot, you'd see these days. And then depression, which is a kind of collapse. Uh, but particularly anger. <laughs> You know you, you can't you can't um maintain lower chakra blockages um without anger anger is the prime because under anger is sorrow or when the anger when you take your foot off the gas pumping the car the vehicle <laughs> with anger resentment aggression um the more tender emotions Uh, are um, suppressed or um, choked and, uh, you know, stamped down. Tamped down, really. Uh, And the more tender emotions like sorrow or sadness or discouragement uh, are more heart-centered. And so uh, every one of the defense mechanisms that are real, first three levels, are full of anger. Negative path is full of anger avoidance lack of and and so there's a lot of angry angry at God angry at my parents angry at society angry at white males angry at women angry at black angry at white angry at Russian angry at Chinese angry at Maduro angry at Trump angry at somebody the world is consumed with anger or humanity this civilization is is smoldering in anger today Go online. I mean, it shocks me. You know, even cat videos, people are arguing with each other. They're not even uh, government agents. They don't even get paid. It's just natural. Uh, some, not all, maybe 5%, 10%, uh, operates out of a high val- valuing anger and criticism and aggression and conflict and attack. There's <coughs> more than I thought. I'm surprised at that. Uh, it, but underneath that, uh, when the person takes their foot off the gas, they'll find they're sad. And they should be sad. And, and they're sad. they should be sad at their life and at what they're doing with it. But um, I always felt that love is the other side of sadness and sorrow. And the willingness to feel sad and cry um, is, a, is a, the result of love-based accepting. It's the will if you feel sad, it's because you're willing to feel sad. If you're willing to feel sad, it's because the will is directed to accepting that I will allow and accept this feeling of sadness that's called love that's green ray. Anger is completely a rejection of all that Now there's righteous anger, and that's a different story, but there's most anger is pathological or unneeded it's avoidant and deceptive and dishonest so the angry person is a great liar uh they're lying to themselves <laughs> by they're stuck in their anger and uh you know there's a huge amount of self-deception going on amidst the uh social warfare of this group and this ident this identity group against that identity group things like that so okay so these are the four stages you can look into the accord or concordance of the kubler-ross model particularly first four stages as some of the major qualities of uh, the first three levels of violence defense mechanisms, which are more or less um, control-based, fear-based, lack of um, faith-based, aggression-based, and and dishonest. Now, (laughs) the uh, the uh, antidote for all of that, or what happens when one realizes I've been fooling myself, I've been lying to myself, I've been manipulating my experience, actually I'm really angry, I'm really sad, I'm really scared, I really don't like myself, I really am angry at my parents, I'm really feeling I'm very small, I feel so weak, I really have a lot of fear, I really doubt the future. Uh, oh my God, those I thought were so great are not. And the universe is not the way I thought it was. Uh, I'm in much more pain than I imagined. I've been fooling myself for so long. Actually, I'm making trouble. Actually, I'm the cause of these problems. Or you may have your issue, but I got a whole lot of mine. Uh, that <laughs> heart-based, honest, seeking to accept what is, and know what is, and release the pains is associated with catharsis. And so when we look at, I'm not gonna spend much time on the Wikipedia page on catharsis, but from the start, and this will be um, the launch for next week. We still got about 10 minutes here. uh, Catharsis from the Greek catharsis meaning purification cleansing clarification uh, and and has been you know it's associated with purging per purgation purging also so purification uh, clearing out by way of purging or venting or releasing right pain to release particularly of pity and fear now that's just artistic but it's really of any painful emotion. Uh, it's particularly associated with emotional release so pain to release uh, begins in, in the healing process with accepting the pain I'm in and accepting the pain the feeling the sensory somatic feeling of this pain i yes I'm in a lot of pain yes there are all these facts that I had been avoiding about me, about you, about us, about the world, about anything, these truths I'm willing to accept and the pain with, associated with that acceptance I'm willing to feel, uh, that allows a releasing of the emotional blockage and a clarification of what is. Uh, that could be called a, you know, when it's violent, it's, it certainly feels percussive like... You know, where we started uh, long, long ago, the, um, whatever his name was, primal therapy, Janov, uh, primal screaming, yelling, uh, as one technique of uh, emotional purgation associated with emotional release, healing of imprinted pain. Uh, I don't recommend that, but sometimes it happens naturally. And then I think it's good to uh, let it out Uh, And obviously it's more than just pity and fear. There's also anger and grief. You know, letting oneself cry uncontrollably. Uh, Letting oneself rage um, without hurting people, (laughs) if it's possible. It is possible. It's a willingness to feel hate, 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 Um, without speech and action, um, you know, following that affects others, but, uh, all sorts of, uh, violent, (laughs) uh, flow stream from the subconscious to the conscious, from the deep mind to the personal, to the conscious mind, uh, of that which had been avoided, of that which had been rejected, of that which is associated with pain. And briefly, uh you know, we understand that. I'm not going to do a lot of talk on it because um, it happens naturally. Uh, Down the page, section called therapeutic uses. Interestingly, it was first employed or used by Breuer, Joseph Breuer, another German smart fellow, a colleague of Freud. Cathartic method of treatment, so a, a technique called let's get catharsis using hypnosis uh, for persons suffering from intensive hysteria, meaning kind of emotional lability and uh, being emotionally all over the place. Uh, A good example, (laughs) a very funny movie from the 1930s is called My Man Godfrey. My Man Godfrey uh, shows a super rich dysfunctional family. It's called a screwball comedy. And um, the mother could be called hysterical, uh, although she's not like screaming at the top of her lungs all the time. So anyway, the people uh, that Breuer was working with were able to recall their traumatic experience, which is critical because it had been suppressed and was at the root of some of their, their process. And then through process of expressing original emotions that had been repressed and forgotten, seems like sounds like Janov's primal scream, They were relieved of hysteric symptoms, so symptomology decreased with the willing, releasing, venting of the root experiential painful emotions. Catharsis also central to Freud, and then he replaced hypnosis with free association, and thereby was born talk therapy. Talk therapy is like talking. Helpful talking. Uh, And then adopted by more modern psychotherapy, meaning what came after Freudian, to describe the act of expressing or more accurately experiencing or re-experiencing deep emotions associated with events in the individual's past which had originally been repressed or ignored and had never been adequately addressed or experienced. And so, yeah, there is a route to uh, that which proliferates. You know, the, the 10,000... Leaves um, issue from a single, root, a single trunk. Interestingly, uh, the single trunk um, actually has countless invisible subterranean root structures. So there's a proliferation of causation. There's a proliferation of consequence. Um, they are unified. By um, uh, a sort of singleness um, of time, space, uh, location, in the sense that I am here now. Whatever I is, is here now in space, time, in this body, at this point in time and space, in this time-space nexus. So it seems, even if even though it's all illusory, <laughs> uh, the the. A fixed identity of this one here, making experience, is illusory. The very nature, substantial, any any apparent, any any reality of this temporal progression, time, and in this spatial location, space, the time-space nexus itself is illusory and insubstantial, right? And it's anatta dukkha, but particularly uh, anatta and sunya, empty, insubstantial, selfless. Um, Evanescent. Yet, uh, there is the experience of um, apparent fixity in a time-space nexus, or location in time-space, a coordinate, time-space, seven-dimensional time-space coordinate. That's the trunk. Its causes are countless, like the subterranean invisible root structure of the tree. Likewise its consequences are also uncountable like the countless leaves on all the branches um that dance in the wind and uh, face happily the sun so we dance in the wind and hopefully we can happily face the sun coming where our present moment time space coordinate experience has profound <laughs> profoundly complex vast interconnected Pretty much, unfathomable, unfathomable, or one of the uh, uh, inconceivables, as Gautama might say, inconceivable causation—the the the, va- the magnitude of of complexity of causation that led us to be where we are now. Likewise, the multitude or uncountable proliferation of consequences of where we are now at this apparently fixed time-space nexus coordinate. Um, The consequences are vast and uncountable. The causes are vast and uncountable. uh, Profoundly subtle. Meanwhile, we're just here (laughs) standing like a trunk uh, in a particular apparent time-space coordinate. So, But the key to a healthy tree is a healthy root system. And a healthy root system, meaning uh, what healthy causes? Yeah, right, in Buddhism. Making, doing good, avoiding evil, doing that which is helpful, or ahimsa, what helps others and what does no harm, is, um, you know, uh, root health. (laughs) The maintenance of root health. The roots of mind. The roots of being. uh, In accord with love light. With green blue indigo. And... Uh, that leads to uh, healthy uh, leaves and consequences and results. And tomorrow, a better tomorrow, as John Wu taught, a better tomorrow comes from a um, a careful, um, a a set of of approaching today carefully, approaching today with love and wisdom leads to a better tomorrow. And catharsis while it's critical um when the person when anyone when we have blocked emotions which we actually always do <laughs> i mean if we're triggered to crying at something sad or we're triggered to anger at something unjust uh, uh, unjust attack and suffering uh and or uh our own old pain or seeing somebody's pain um, it would be natural to be triggered to anger or sorrow, and even triggered to fear, of course, when there really is threat. Um, and that does come out of distortion or tra- lower trial. Th- those are distortions that are associated with lower triad blockage, no doubt. But um, there is a baseline of well-being that can be established with um, not non-total catharsis. There doesn't have to be total catharsis of all of our triggerable anger, sorrow, fear, to be pretty much well, to walk around pretty much well, it seems to me. I mean, I can feel pretty much well, though I know I have more anger and more sorrow and more fear that is blocked and could be released by catharsis. And that's okay, you know? One can be pretty well with a low level of lower triad blockage, it seems to me. I don't know, maybe I have huge lower triad blockage. You know, only the, only those above me can, only those above us can tell us where we are. Really, you know, if you think you know something, better to ask somebody who knows more than you. Then you'll know if indeed what he or she thinks. So, so while catharsis is really important, uh, it's not the end of the game, and in fact, uh, mm, non-complete catharsis may well be sufficient for harvestability as well as a very satisfying development of green, blue, indigo. So next week, I want to go from the page on catharsis to a couple of pages from O'Sho, Mr. O'Sho, who had the limousines and the rolls-rices because uh, he was giving teaching to people about how unimportant that is. Uh, There are two pages that I want to bring. One is um, Osho talking about meditation and catharsis first link the second link is Osho talking about dynamic meditation hey hey which is otherwise called uh, primal jumping dancing screaming (laughs) it's a it's really I don't know you could call it meditation but I don't buy it but uh, it's people basically listening to drumming and different kind of music, freely dancing. Free dance is great, and so by that, uh, there is much triggering of catharsis. But uh, and and Osho is a smart guy, uh, despite deficiencies like everyone has. <laughs> but you can, I, I'm sure, there are tens of thousands of people who said. I was helped tremendously by being a student or doing Osho practices. So that's great. So all right. So he helped ten thousand people, probably more than me. So that's great. Um, meanwhile, you know (laughs) this is not Buddha Dhamma and there's some some important deficiencies, but he has a very he, he, he knew what he was doing when he was planning and offering this so-called dynamic meditation. And so the second page on dynamic meditation uh, explains um, his rationale for l- offering people that, that activity or so-called practice uh, as a means of facilitating catharsis, which then will lead naturally to doing meditation, <laughs> sitting meditation quiet meditation, like Vipassana, which he talks about in the second page. Actually, the first page talks about Vipassana Zazen, which is meditation, sitting meditation. And the second link talks about what I'm going to talk, what I will talk on first, which is dynamic meditation. So, he has dynamic meditation, and then we all know about sitting meditation, like Zazen or Vipassana, or any tradition sitting practice. First, I will talk about dynamic, then I'll talk about sitting, seated, seating, sitting meditation, Uh, and the importance um, of catharsis, but the place, the role of catharsis in um, self transformation, uh, particularly spiritual practice, as being preliminary, not the goal a a stage of development along the way to the goal and some people get stuck in the stages and that's another problem so (laughs) a little bit of casual light talk for today i hope you enjoyed this um i appreciate the opportunity to be speaking i hope everybody could get some benefit and uh light and um Take good care of yourselves. I hope you're well. See you next time, and good night.